This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, friends. Um, I know that I've been gone for quite some time, and... That's really sad. I really miss doing this. Um, But as you know, Tigris for me is kind of this incredible place for reflection. And when I get overwhelmed with emotion and I start to avoid my feelings, what's the first to go? Reflection. And, you know, I originally started Tigris kind of impulsively, really with the intention of creating space and holding space for, you know, pushing myself to reflect openly and take these moments, whether it be 10 minutes before I go to sleep or, um, you know, several moments throughout the day just to kind of pause and reflect. And I think clearly I have not been doing that lately. Um, And so I'm excited to be back because I feel like this has been a long time coming. I've genuinely really, really missed this. Um, And I've really missed just being able to start building a community of talking about mental health and asking ourselves how's my heart and how am I really feeling, um, which is something that I think is, is at least for me, really challenging to do at points. Um, I also think that the last month has just felt like one exhausting thing after the other. I have been overwhelmed by school and work, and I know many of you are as well. I've had such a hard time focusing in class, and then I get my midterms assigned, and then I genuinely feel like I have no idea what we've been talking about all semester, and part of it is because, you know, I'm showing up to class, but how much I'm retaining is is much smaller than that. Um, And then, you know, work, but then also the rise in anti-Asian violence. And I keep getting random texts from people who have, by the way, not reached out to me for, reached out to me in years. But people reaching out and asking like, how are you feeling, right? And even people who are really close friends reaching out saying, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Like, how are your emotions? And as you know, and I've talked about this before, but This question has been really hard for me to answer recently because I really am living that phenomenon of like, I feel so much emotion that I simultaneously feel nothing. Like, I don't know what I feel. Every single one of my little emotion cups are overflowing. I'm so angry after the murder of, you know, eight people and made with the excuse that this man had a sexual obsession with 
Asian women and he had to eliminate the temptation. Like, I am so angry that we are seeing this rise in anti-Asian violence and it took a mass shooting for mainstream media to really be talking about it. I am so grief-stricken for the families and also seeing how uh, people who are in my AAPI community who... um, you know, who look like me are living in fear of their lives or of their grandparents' lives. I am so frustrated that this is, you know, even furthering um, the need for racial justice and fighting for it, which is a good thing, but also recognizing that, you know, for all this to come at the same time that we're still waiting for progress to be done around, um, you know, so many of the demands around Black Lives Matter and against police brutality, I just think I'm, it's just frustrating with the world, right? Um, I recently had like a late night coffee chat with one of my really, really close friends and we were talking for hours about how are we supposed to keep up hope for the world, right? I don't mean to cuss, but like it just gets so disheartening and you're angry and you're upset and you're, I'm like, I'm depressed, I'm stressed out, I'm tired, I'm I mean, I'm hungry, you know, the feeling of emptiness from a lot of my mental health, like there's just so much at once that it's like the only way to go through it is that you kind of just feel numb. It all sort of cancels out. Um, And to be honest, I didn't, I I felt, I felt like I've just been needing a really good cry and I did not shed any tears until today. Um, And maybe that's why I'm finally feeling ready to sit down here and have this conversation, but it's just really like, how are we supposed to live through 2020 and 2021 while also simultaneously being able to check in with our emotions when so many of the emotions we might be feeling, whether it be for the injustices that we see around us or the situation and challenges that a global pandemic has put us and the world around us through, um, how do we stay in integrity and intention with our feelings at a time when the last thing I want to do is sit and think about my feelings because it doesn't bring me joy? Um, and I don't mean to drone on about, you know, not such positive, joyful reflections, but that's honestly how I'm feeling. Like, ask me how I'm feeling. I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just kind of like exhausted and I'm not physically exhausted. I'm like emotionally drained and... I think you get to that moment where it's almost better. I have a handle on things and then something else happens. And I'm feeling very thankful in my life, uh, you know, for my own, you know, now I have access to health insurance, which is great. And I'm feeling very thankful to um, be in a safe place. I uh, am East Asian and I um, live in a uh, diverse and more progressive leading uh, area of New York City which I think is a progressive leaning bubble in and of itself, but obviously we've seen so much anti-Asian violence, but I feel safe and I think that there's a lot of privilege that comes with that. This show is part of the Pro-Democracy Podcast Coalition. I think most of us agree that in a functioning democracy, the winner should be determined by the voters. Well, that almost didn't happen in 2020. Now extremists are working to intimidate and replace nonpartisan election workers with quote-unquote yes-men who might reject election results. The only thing that will stop them is us. We partnered with the grassroots pro-democracy organization, Represent Us, to give you the tools you need to protect free and fair elections. Learn more and get involved. Visit represent.us slash pod to learn more. Um, at the same time, a lot of what the uh, anti-Asian violence wave, uh, especially over the last couple of weeks, has brought up for me is thinking a lot about my 
the people in my fam- extended family. Um, as I've shared before, I have a single mom and two younger sisters who are actually coming to visit me for the upcoming week. They're all staying with me uh, in my apartment, which is going to be crowded but really fun. I'm nervous because we haven't really talked. There's definitely some family stuff we're working through, but I'm excited. But oh, I'm feeling emotional about this, but my dad lives in New York City and it's really hard because I lost contact with my dad my senior year of high school. Um, child, protective, child Protective Services stepping in, just given, uh, you know, finding that he was sexually abusive and neglectful and a handful of other things in like the first two decades of my life. And I think really ruling that it wasn't safe to have that relationship. Um, in the last several years over Instagram, I found out that my dad uh, got married and had a kid. So technically I have this half brother and my grandma is also in the city apparently. And my dad is, and you know, it's hard for me to resist stalking them every once in a while on Instagram. And in the last month or so, my dad's gotten a lot of press. And so I've seen friends of mine or like acquaintances in the influencer world start posting about him. And we have the same last name. And yet nobody knows that he has these three daughters. And my sisters and I have been talking a lot about, you know, is this something that we want to go out and talk about? But like, I just don't have the energy. Like I'm tired and I, I want to be working on the work that I'm passionate about, the period work, the, you know, trying to participate in any way I can around, you know, the advocacy work to stop Asian hate. Like the last thing I want to do is bring more negativity into the world. And, you know, of course, I think that someone uh, who has been sexually abusive is someone that needs to be held accountable. But I think at a certain point, don't you just get tired and lose hope with the system for holding that person accountable? Like, I was told by the detective we worked with in Portland, Oregon, that the reason the case wasn't picked up once it was transferred to the New York Police Department is because it slipped through the cracks. And that basically all I could do was try to find my own ways of healing, that there weren't, there wasn't going to be a pathway, that there has been a backlog of decades of child abuse cases. So when the system tells you to kind of screw off, not screw off, but like when the system tells you that you can do everything in your power to share what you went through to verify the details, it's going to get forgotten because it slips through the cracks. And so I'm left with sitting here focusing on my work, trying to resist the urge to check in on the life of one of my parents, um, someone who I, I was honestly really close to, um, especially given that, you know, when you grow up with abuse, you don't recognize it's abuse. And so it's really hard to, you know, I don't have that reaction where I hate him. Like I hate him because society tells you as a young child that your parent is supposed to be the one protecting you and you don't know any better. So I've honestly been feeling really lost about it. Um, I'm actively looking for a new therapist. I switched health insurances or got health insurance. Searching for a new health a therapist has been really hard because it's like this lack of sympathy around intake and just asking you to walk through all your trauma and a 45-minute Zoom call with a stranger. And so that's been hard and I'm still looking. 
Um, but anyways, that's that's a little bit of a of a joyful update of, you know, I just I just haven't really wanted to really sit down and confront a lot of this because I don't really know what to think about it. I don't really um, I recognize that I really need to process a lot of this and I'm really working too. And, um, I'm really thankful to have, you know, making sure that my psychiatry and my, uh, various support systems and accountability structures around me are in place. But, um, I'm just, I think I'm just kind of in that place where I'm like, okay, I'm emotionally exhausted. Um, I cried on an Instagram live today with a thousand people watching. I think it's time that I really start getting my shit together. Like I really need to work on this. I got a chiropractor um, so my, and I'm trying acupuncture, so it hasn't been the best, but it's been getting better. Um, I think I'm still learning very much, uh, what my place is in advocating for, um, against anti-Asian violence, especially as someone who, um, you know, hasn't, I haven't always felt really comfortable in, um, social justice spaces around race, just given, I think that I'm still deconstructing a lot of the model minority myth that I was conditioned and uh, experienced growing up. And uh, I actually really want to do an episode about the model minority myth because I think it's so important to talk about um, and how it's harmful and perpetuates harm and tension between marginalized communities. But anyways, all that to say, like, I'm not in the best place and I want to be really honest about that. But I'm feeling thankful to now have health insurance and to have at my fingertips the opportunity to seek treatment. And I feel like I am making progress around actively trying to find new methods of treatment, especially for my chronic pain, which has been so bad. Pilates has been really helpful, um, and I've gotten myself to finally spend on a membership for that. Um, And I think that an overall positive thing that I'm excited for is you know, growing up in Portland, Oregon, the widest major city in the U.S. where I, and I, where I didn't have, you know, extended family and where I didn't really feel like I had a community to belong to. Um, I have never felt so much community with the AAPI community as I have in the last week um, with advocates and entrepreneurs and politicians and just people I've really looked up to who look like me. And I think feeling that community and feeling that recognition even on social media, has been tremendously meaningful. And it's heartbreaking that something so um, tragic and horrifying had to do that. But um, I'm feeling thankful and hopeful, and um, I'm really glad to be back in conversation with all of you. Um, So I'm super excited for this. Sending much love. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.